You You are are now now listening listening to The The Black Black Spark, Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this this crazy crazy world. world. I guarantee that I will spark the the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. I'm your host, Nia. And I'm your host, Adai. We made it to episode 50. We made it to episode 50. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Amazing. Yes, it's good times, y'all. How was your week? My week was... You know what? I listened to a number of our episodes, and it's often a blur. <laughs> it was another blur. It was another blur. I was writing it down for my notes, and I was like, mm, "I can't keep using this one." But it just was happening. <laughs> this is a bit of a blur. All right, we're skipping you this week. No, 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 no. <laughs> he ain't skipping me. Yo, um, is it just me, or does Instacart have an issue with bringing you um overripe produce? Oh goodness. Okay, so. Yeah, avocados got issues, but why my avocados come and they already spoiled? Why is only and then, a day for the tomatoes to get a Why it's only spot? a day? And then why my grapes? Yes, I buy organic. I'm a snob. Why my <laughs> grapes got to have these little black moldy dots in them? Uh, like you not checking my stuff, bro? They're not. They just you're not checking my going. stuff. You're not putting it in your mouth, so you not you don't care. Uh, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yep. That's out of a blur of a week. <laughs> That's what you remember. That's what you got. I'm trying to eat. You know what I mean? I'm well, working. I have a petty blur too. You got a pretty blur? A, 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 a pretty. A pretty. A pretty blur. A pretty blur. Yes. I was listening to Hot 97 in the shower this morning. I was like, okay, I don't feel like curating what I'm listening to. I'm not going to put on Pandora. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go to YouTube and get a specific song. Let me just rock with whatever y'all rocking with in New York right now. They put on half of the song, whatever I jumped in on, and then I swear it was 15 minutes of straight commercials. That's doo-doo. I heard uh, Selena and Barnes. If you in New York City and you want your yeah, and you want your 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 daughter or your granddaughter to take care of you instead of having to pay a home health aid, you can use your Medicaid for that. (laughs) Like I got all the tea on what's going on. I was like, I just I'm just here for the music. I just was trying to hear. So then the dude came back. Okay, now we're gonna do ten in a row. I was like. Yo, you Finally. showered at the wrong time. I know, like I, I'm done now. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out the shower. I just got commercial, so that was my little petty blur of part of the week. Yeah. <laughs> grinds I my will gears. say, yeah, either one really grinds my gears. <laughs> I will say, back on a positive note, mm-hmm. I have really been enjoying the mornings with African Soul International as we do the Black 365 Black History Month situation. It's been good times. Yes. Every morning, um, PST 7 a.m. 10 a.m. Um, East Coast time. Just follow the African Soul International Club and you get good people. On Clubhouse. On Clubhouse. My bad. Yeah, yeah Clubhouse. We're living in Clubhouse these days, so yeah. that's what's happening. Let's talk about them damn kids. Them damn kids. Let's talk about them damn Ooh. kids. TJ gonna say to me the other day, so... Are you going to stop using my iPad for the Black Spark now? <laughs> Tatum, what you talking about? You know, you got the new laptop, so you don't really need to use my iPad anymore. <laughs> and then I had, 
First of all, that's not your iPad. <laughs> oh, black in my parenting. Head. In my head, in my head. Black that's parenting. my iPad. You don't own nothing in this house. Your socks ain't yours. I just let you put them on. Okay? <laughs> nah, in my head. I was like, honey, well, no. You know why? Because we tried. And apparently, they make the cameras on the iPad better than they make the cameras on the laptop. Yes. But you get, but you just bought that. I yes, know. honey. We I know. know. I, I was looking forward to not using <laughs> your iPad anymore. But I am not... It's not available to me, right. that option. So I will be using my iPad still. All right, Tatum. Rude. <laughs> you being rude. I didn't say that. Well, speaking was, of being rude, because yeah. I was rude to the kids too. Since, were you, were we, since we're going to do a rude to the kids, them okay, damn kids okay, this week. Okay, okay, okay. So I posted, on, I posted on Instagram about how... <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. I'm trying to teach my son, look, write what you see on the screen. Like your teacher puts something on the screen. Mm-hmm. Write it exactly how you see it. It's a question. It's a statement. Whatever it is, write it exactly how you see it. He still manages to miss spaces, miss letters, everything looking all crazy, and then get mad at me when I'm trying to correct him. <laughs> trying to help said, you out, That's what it said. No, it was not. No, it was not. So then he started crying, and I I was not having it this week. I was like, you want me to give you something to cry about? Because right now you ain't crying about nothing. I can give you something to cry about. He's like, no. I said, you know. And you know when we were younger, we were like, I'm never going to say nothing like that to my kids. Yeah, yeah. Let them try you. You're going to be sounding just like your mama. And then... Then <laughs> I think I'm laughing too much. You're not gonna be able to get your story out. Then Tatum gonna come at me. They made their own lunch menus or what they want to eat right. for lunch. Mm-hmm. We make them what they're gonna eat for lunch. A dye made egg and egg sandwich mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that was what was on the menu. Mm-hmm. TJ's like, oh, I don't want an egg sandwich. So she just left it there. She let it get cold. She mm-hmm. went to her class, did whatever she wanted to do. And then after it was done, she's like, Now do I have to finish eating this because it's cold now and I don't want it? I said, But that's what you put on the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's cold now i didn't compute because it's still food like i don't understand mm-hmm. how it being it's cold. cold now <laughs> it's cold now heat it up i'm like do you not want it no i said okay well that looked like about three dollars worth of food left on that plate so <laughs> go in your bank and give me three dollars you owe me three dollars for food that you wrote down that you wanted to have yes. and i bought it for you mm-hmm. and made it for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. so i got three dollars now that the tooth fairy can use for Sinai because her tooth is shaking. <laughs> so that was us being you know what? petty black parents for the week. I have been holding back on you want me to give you something to cry for for a really good occasion. And you've already deployed that. I'm sorry. So we, shall, we shall see. Yo, check it. So Kyrie went to bed the other day, right? And um, I took the sheets off, aired it out. Spray the lights all, blah, blah, blah. Come to the end of the night, right? Me and Kyrie spread the bed. We good. We can't find his Batman pillowcase. Moving around looking for it. Can't find it. All right, cool. You ain't got to have no pillowcase tonight because you don't be using the damn pillow anyway. <laughs> you don't need a pillowcase. His little red checkered blanket, the cozy blanket. Mm-hmm. Felt. That's what it's called? It's flannel. Flannel. His little flannel blanket is in the laundry, right? So we went in the cabinet, gave the boy a little purple one. We got a bunch of cozy blankets. Gave it to him. Left the room. Come back. I don't know why you thought he was going to be okay with purple, but go ahead. <laughs> He's fine with the purple. Oh. Come back. The boy's pur- new purple fuzzy blanket is wrapped around the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you don't give me a pillowcase? I will fashion a pig- pillowcase from this I blanket. Even, I said, he, I came out and said, Kyrie. He looked upset like he's in trouble. I said, Yo, why you got it? Why you got the blanket on the pillow? 
I couldn't fit it on. It didn't work. It didn't fit right. Kyrie, it's a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) It's not supposed to fit on your pillow, bro. I said, your red checkered blanket is in the wash. So I gave you that blanket. You wrapped it around yourself and brought it in the room and put it in the bed. I come back. It's on the pillow. (laughs) It's not supposed to fit on the pillow, brother. Oh, he goes, well, I guess that's who I am. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Yes, that is who you are. Make no damn sense. (laughs) It's time for Ask a Die, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at theblackspark_podcast. Yo, this week's Ask a Die, we ain't asking to die nothing. A die is on vacation. Yes. This week, we had an interview with Dr. Kiara King, and we asked her about the tragic death of Dr. Moore from COVID and the health disparities in the black community. Take a listen. So tell us a little bit about healthcare disparities mm-hmm. and when did that start? I mean, the answer to almost everything is slavery, but <laughs> in the black community, when would you say that we started noticing the healthcare disparities? Hmm. It's kind of a hard question to answer, not because they don't exist. They obviously do since forever. I don't know if there's any other way to really answer that is that they've always been there mm-hmm. um they just have they've all they've always been there i mean healthcare at one point wasn't even for us like black folks didn't used to even go to the doctor you'd have to nearly be dying because it wasn't something that was necessarily accessible to us um but absolutely they at least in the united states the disparities 100% beca- began during enslavement for sure mm-hmm. i mean enslaved people were used for medical experimentation, point blank, you know, so the disparity, I mean, again, at least in this country, for black people, start starts there, and there's no way to get around that it, that it started there. In present day, the effects of slave, you know, of slavery are absolutely still playing out yes. as well. Yes. So I, I think, honestly, our people have noticed and seen it the entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been able to use our voice and our voices uh, being heard and amplified, um, especially in more present days that people are, are actually hearing and believing what has transpired against so many black people. But the disparities have always been there. I would also add to it and say that, yes, while it began there, our challenges physically have been exacerbated and compounded in the years uh-huh. after it. So, yeah, I appreciate you being fully transparent about, about your assessment of it because that makes sense to us. Yeah, I think two of the major cases that um, this was made so high profile and public in was the Serena Williams case where she basically had to fight to get the doctor to understand that something is wrong here. <laughs> I just had this baby and something is not something is not right. 
you know? Um, and people yeah. are like, even if Serena Williams <laughs> can't Man, get how much money for these doctors and yeah. can't get them, has to fight for them to listen to her, then, you know, imagine just regular, regular black woman having a baby, how much we have to deal with. Mm. So that was one. And then the second one was recently, of course, with the COVID situation and Dr. Moore's death because those doctors did not believe her. She's a doctor herself laying up in the hospital bed and telling these other medical doctors, look, I need X, Y, and Z treatment protocol. Mm -hmm. And they're steady ignoring her. I mean, what what is that about? Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I can absolutely theorize, but it it was, I mean, I was watching it literally in real time to the part of some groups I was in. And she was posting live updates to our group. Wow. And she literally went silent one day. And I mean, I, mean, I was praying for her the whole time. Um, I even reposted her information. And she, you know, she was, she was, she was isolated and alone in the hospital. Like, you know, didn't have any family members that were in, like, physically there with her. And so I think she took to social media as an outlet, as a way to stay connected. And so she was engaging on posts that, I, you know, that I saw. She engaged in my post. I made a comment, and then she came back, and, you know, she replied to the comment. And I was like, I'm praying for you. I'm so glad you, you know, posted this so that we could, you know, help to be your voice and help to get this information out and help to get your voice, you know, amplified. And, you know, I, it, it's hard to say because I, I, don't, I, would, I would never have practiced medicine the way that – I don't even want, want to say doctor, but the way that man did because it was, it was lacking – so much compassion. Yep. And if, if you can't compassionately care for your colleague who you know has gone through the exact same things that you have gone through in terms of the road and the journey to becoming a physician, if you can't care for them with compassion, mm. not that her life was, was worth more than anyone else's. Because I don't want people like, well, everybody, everybody else's lives matter. 100%. Yep. But we're literally looking, like, if I have a colleague coming to me, that means that they have, first of all, are they're, they're trusting me as another physician mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to handle their care. Yep. And I don't take that lightly. And I don't take it lightly if anybody comes to me because, again, they are trusting me with their care. But, again, I know how physicians are. Like, I know how we think, and we're like, oh, my God, is this person, is this yep. person any good? Are they going to take care of me? You know the ins and outs. You know the anatomy. You know all of the details, and yet and still, they're trusting me. So let me make sure. Yeah, I'm going to give all my patients the best, but it's like you want to make sure that they feel comfortable as well. But, you know, if you can't care for them compassionately, like, why are you even even in this? Mm -hmm. You know, I saw a lot of of different talk online, and I'm not here to, to badmouth anyone or, you know, you know, say, slander this man or anything like that. But I do, I do know that there has to be some compassion lacking. If you, like, literally, if I had, if I had another physician who was out working on the front line coming in to see me and, like, I want them to get back to their family. hundred percent. I want them to get back to being whole. I want them to get back, I want them to heal. I'm not there to just, like, roadblock everything and put obstacles up. Like, this woman's literally fighting for her life. Mm-hmm. It was truly, truly 
I, and I kind of say it's unbelievable because I know that that stuff happened. But to see it play out the way it did mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. Such a, on such a public scale, like, you know, I, I can't imagine someone being so heartless yep. that they would deny pain medication for someone who's actively in pain that they would refuse imaging. And this is not someone just coming and saying, hey, can you do an x-ray of my foot? I just injured my shoulder. You know what I mean? Or something that is actually... And she's actually, yeah, she's, asking funny, for, like, she's, she's asking for the treatment that is supposed to be given for this condition. Yeah, she's not asking for anything was, out, of the, out of the blue. Yeah, it wasn't something that was totally off base. Like, mm-hmm. well, okay, well, we normally wouldn't do an x-ray of your foot to check your shoulder. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at least from her words, you know, there was just a lot of, there was a lack of compassion. There was a lack of uh, collegiality, the lack of, of trying to work in partnership with your patient. You know, we don't call it the art of medicine for no reason. Like, it's an art because not every patient is going to present the same. Not every patient is every patient is not the same. And so we have to deal with each patient and figure out their case and things can get tweaked for each patient so that person can optimize their particular care. And I think that is what it was was that there was a complete lack based on Dr. Moore's own words of there trying to be any compassion or compromise or help. And it's like, how can you do that to your colleague? And, and, you know, obviously with him being a white male physician, you know, absolutely the concern about racism absolutely comes into play. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, had this been a white woman physician, a white man physician, would he have treated them the same? I mean, we'll never know Mm -hmm. at this point. And sadly, we had to find out, you know, Dr. Moore, you know, how this all played out is just awful. Be sure to check out our full interview episode dropping later this week. And don't forget to follow at Dr. Kiara King on Instagram. Welcome to the Black Spark Speak. Oh, shit. That's simple science. knowledge. Life hacks and shit. So this week we want to talk about being honest and open and setting expectations in relationships. Y'all need to be asking questions. Yes, and being honest and open about your expectations. So I'm talking about. That's what you're talking about. So I'm talking about. I mean, if you are a dude that is expecting your woman to do all of the cooking and cleaning, then that's something that you need to express mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the relationship. And are you the kind of dude that's, that says, my woman? My woman, my Not girl, me. whatever. whatever like, yeah. Be honest about yeah. what it is you're going to be calling each other. That's yeah. important. Like, yeah. Does she like to be called Sweetie Bang Bang? Is, she, mean, is she my boo? Whatever, you know what I mean? That's your lady. What's good? How many children do you plan on having? Do you plan on having children? Are we into spanking or not? I mean, of the child. (laughs) Are you entrepreneurs? Do you want to own businesses? Or Mm -hmm. do you just have expectations around um, education and attaining corporate employment or what have you? Yes, Can can we talk credit score? Oh, that is absolutely I mean, essential. That's a nice way of saying it. I mean, but going back to the to the education piece, I know a number of people who, you know, when they got married, their significant other said that they were planning to continue to pursue education and mm-hmm. go to school mm-hmm. and get a, you know, a bachelor's, a master's, a doctorate. And then when they got married, it's like, oh, no, I'm just going to stick here with my GED. And the other person is looking up like... You, nah, you're selling we people. Said we was going up together. We was going up together. Yes. Like, you enter this relationship under a certain 
premise, uh-huh, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And now you changing the game. Uh-huh. Now that we're married, now that we're X amount of years into this situation, now you want to do a complete 180 on what we said we were going to be in the beginning. Yeah. I think you can somewhat, you know, you can't avoid it altogether because people change as we grow. We oh, change. Yeah. And some things that we say we want to do back when we were 25, 26, by the time you hit 35, 36, yeah. things may have changed. But that's yeah. why it's important you know, to check in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I did, I did four years of uh, um, PhD and I stepped away from it. You know, I you thought I was going to do no four able... years. You it didn't was, do no four years. It was four years part-time, my love. I think you got your, your numbers mixed up. I think you don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> you ain't go to school. <laughs> anyway, you think you're going to do a degree, mm-hmm. right? But then you have one, two, and three children and you're like, I don't have time <laughs> for a degree. You know, expectations of yourself change, and that's important to be able to evolve one with one another and be compassionate about, you know, changing desires. Mm-hmm. At the same time, if the situation itself didn't change, and you don't have a significant reason to withhold yourself from the previous commitments, <laughs> you should probably follow through on it. Yes, but that goes back to the openness and honesty, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're feeling in your spirit, there's mm-hmm. a bubbling in your spirit mm-hmm. that the is saying, is, the spirit's hey, moving you. I'm not really into this PhD thing no more. That's Mm -hmm. when you take that time. Don't hold it back from your partner. That's when you take that time to say, hey, these things have changed. I know we had these expectations going Mm -hmm. in. Now I'm feeling this kind of way. So how can we work around this? So, you know, just that openness and honesty is very important. Mm -hmm. And like a dad, he'll be going back to get his doctorate. Just not yet. Y'all see this? (laughs) Bullshit. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. Ratchet random. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. Say something nice. Say something nice. (laughs) Honey, what do you need to know? I need to know way too much. I need to know why Ted Cruz felt it was okay to fly to Mexico when his state was under an emergency order because of the freezing temperatures. And somebody on Twitter said, anyone else realize that Ted Cruz had no problem crossing a border to give his family a better life? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Come on now. Yes. In his absence, Beto O'Rourke and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez were fundraising. They raised over $2 million. AOC raised over $2 million and they did phone banking. They were calling, not phone banking, they they were calling different um, residents to make sure they were okay, pointing everybody into the right direction of where they need to hmm. go to get the services that they needed. So there are plenty of people like, oh, he's just a senator. What do you expect him to do? Like, what the hell are we electing people to do mm-hmm. if when some shit go down, y'all like, well, he what is he supposed to do? He's supposed to get on the phone mm-hmm. <laughs> make and, check in on the human and check in on the actual human citizens that are down there aoc her her represent that area she not not even that state not nowhere near there queens in the bronx and y'all upset at her you know helping out for being brown (laughs) right is that but she's actually the one in the trenches doing something for y'all and anyway exactly so yeah people are like an unelected private citizen beto o'rourke and a congresswoman from bronx have done more to help Texas than Ted Cruz or its state government, governor, whoever. That's patriotism. That is patriotism. Mm-hmm. Not storming a capital because you lost an election. Okay. Are we back? We did it again? Okay. Uh, all right. All right. What else do you need to know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the state government apparently wasn't prepared for the hurricanes, the pandemic, no. and now a record-breaking winter storm in Texas. What the fuck do they be what prepared for? What are y'all doing? To do things big. On In terms of climate change, because that's what all of this is occurring because of. Uh, Joe Biden so has <laughs> Joe Biden has um, rejoined the oh the Paris Climate yes, Accords the uh-huh. Paris Climate Accords so we're excited about that at least we say we gonna do what we supposed to be doing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah at least he's trying to say it yeah exactly apparently during Valentine's Day Uh-oh. an officer was reported I believe it was in Los Angeles I have to check exactly yes I believe it's Los Angeles an officer was reported to have found other officers passing around a photo of George Floyd with the words, you take my breath away. That's... Mm-mm. Yep. In a Valentine-like format. That's yep. terrible. Yes, it is. Not, poor taste is not even it's a not good even, descriptor for nope. that. That's grotesque. Nope. It is. It's disgusting. On somewhat of a brighter note, Los Angeles Unified School Board had decided via vote... To start to defund the police a bit. Oh yeah, the reallocation. Yes. That's right. So they re- they're reallocating over twenty five million dollars from police, right. taking police off of school campuses, and putting that money toward the um, Black Student Advancement Plan. So that is amazing. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's significant and goes to the right places. All right. Well, this week we had some difficult entertainment news. Nicki Minaj's father died by a hit and run. Hmm. Oh, so man. That is sucks. she okay? I'm sure she is. She's had hmm. somewhat of a difficult relationship with her father. I know he was on drugs for a while, and you know mm. he left them when they were when you know the family was young and just having moved to the states the and okay. all that kind of stuff. So, but she just had a son, and there's something about having a child, and you want them to know your parents. So I yeah. do feel bad for her about that. I'm sure she really wanted, you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a thing. It's a hole. Like, it's a yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a void. You look for the intergenerational yeah. connection, even though he was having issues. There's yeah. some kind of relationship they could have built. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I feel for her on that. Yeah. Um, my heart goes out to Shout her. Shout outs, yo. Kim Kardashian filed for divorce from Kanye Oh, yeah, I heard. So, that happened. We knew that was coming. I thought we had heard that, like, a few years ago they were going to. And no, just a few months ago we happened. talked about it. Just a few months ago. Months, years, I don't know, COVID. You know, yeah. After he cried about almost aborting North mm-hmm. during that, his yes, presidential yes. run. <laughs> so, we all was ready to divorce him after that. So, <laughs> this is the best decision Kim Kardashian has ever made, in my opinion. Talk about it. No, taking, no, taking no. that Ray J. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> I mean, that's what got that's her That's what famous. got her. This is true. This is true. And I'm sure it wasn't a bad time. Wow. So, wow. well Ooh. done. Okay. Anyway. Second best decision. Wow. The transitions in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Beyonce's new Ivy Park line is available. It looks amazing. She looks amazing in all of the outfits. What I'm trying to in a new commercial. Yes, the icy park, sending people sneakers in ice and everything. It's gorgeous, gorgeous. But what I don't understand is where am I wearing a plastic bathing suit and a bubble coat? And sneakers. Is uh, is is the bathing suit plastic? Yes. No. It looks plastic. It could be. I mean, patent leather. I mean, that's plastic. That's right? not a bathing suit. I don't no, know what the. I don't know. I don't know. So it's just for. It's just for fashion. It's not for. I mean. It's not practical. Are we going someplace cold? Then why do we have bathing suits? I'm. I'm confused. But anyway, it's yes, there. Yes, it's Y'all, nice. Go, go ahead and copy. I like fashion. 
Okay. <laughs> so for the send off, I just want to know what is it with these old toxic dudes wanting to tell young women what they need to do with their bodies? Snoop over here talking about he mm. don't want to hear nothing about WAP. And and Boosie over here talking about Lori Harvey needs to slow down her 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 dating life up to to, to make it like to his got standards. Something to do with him. Ti over here talking about he takes his daughter to to gynecological oh appointments. Meanwhile, he be in the room. He meanwhile he's coercing teenagers into the okay. rooms with him. Drug induced like, coercion. Allegedly. Allegedly. So what is it about what? Y'all can't stay in your lane. Y'all, y'all just have to police women's bodies. What is going on? Somebody tell me, men, yeah. stop it. I don't know what's up with that. Stop it. Stop it. Spark it up. <laughs> no, like stop it. Go spark it up. <laughs> like go smoke something go, and oh, mind your business. Oh, oh, I thought we was ending there. <laughs> I will say I agree with you one hundred percent. I will also say if people was recording me far more frequently. I might say some dumb shit. I wouldn't say that dumb shit. Nobody was recording Boosie. Boosie recorded himself. Boosie recorded himself. himself. I digress. (laughs) I withdraw my commentary. Delete that. Okay, so here's the thing. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey are dating. They we so just came off of right. yeah we just came off of Valentine's Day and he rented out a whole aquarium for her because she loves turtles and they had gourmet food there and all kinds of stuff and then the hotel was beautiful penthouse suite and yada 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 and so I have been saying in my heart of hearts and in my brain of brains but not out of my mouth of mouths. They're not going to last. I've been saying this to myself for a while because I'm like, she doesn't seem like she wants to settle down. She's been dating a lot of people, which is fine. Date whoever you want to date, do whatever you want to do. But if you're dating around, then you're dating around. Mm -hmm. I never got the vibe from her that she is ready for a relationship. Mm. And the way he is all booed up with her, Mm. I'm like, you finna get your heart broken. But I was being respectful and just waiting for it to play out. Because you want to date him yourself. Well, yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah. You gotta, you know, plan, plot, strategize. Exactly. I get it. But here come Boosie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, calling him. Calling her like, oh. say, yes, calling saying her that, saying that. Who want a woman like her who's been sleeping around mm. with all these different dudes? Why would anybody want to 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 wife her mm. or whatever? And. It's like, okay, sir, someone wrote on Twitter, you are 38 with eight children, six baby mothers, and diabetes. (laughs) 24-year-old Lori Harvey should be the least of your worries. Okay. Exactly. Mind your business. Exactly. Mind your business, That's That's all. Mind your business. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And then he got on, you know, IG and he's like, maybe I'm just from the old school. I mean, I don't know what this new brand of people is out here like. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you you could turn a hoe into a house or whatever kind of mess he was spewing. And it's like, you know Say it out your mouth of mouth. (laughs) She ain't your concern. She not. She not your concern. She not your concern. So I haven't said anything about their relationship. I think it's cute. I think it's beautiful for right now. But as she is 24 years old and she yeah. seems to be having fun dating around, I and don't expect good. this to last. And if he get his heart broken, blah, 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 it's okay. Right. But he if it lasts, I'll be very happy for them. I'll be That'd looking be cool. forward to the wedding pictures and all that kind of yeah. stuff. You know, hoping it lasts longer than Kim and Kanye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy needs to go spark it up. Listen to us. Just yes. Listen yes. to the Black Spark podcast and stay out of Laurie Harvey's business. Okay. 
Spark it up, yo. Spark it up. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening.